that not as like, but you're prepared enough and then you have to work out the rest. It's one of those, um, well, the, um, I'm not going to fuss with the technology. Too often, technology distracts me. That what may sometimes be a still small voice. It's God trying to get my attention. Technology, one of those uh, distractions and temptation in my life. But I thought I would uh, start us with a, a prayer to tell us a little bit about how I got I got to be, maybe uh, have an opportunity about where you are today. And we'll talk about the, the present and now. Dear Lord, thank you so much for surrendering. Help channel that and get out of the way of that together. So I am and my wife and I celebrate. And today, halfway in my birth, it happened to be Halloween. So we had a 50th birthday party on Halloween and showed up and looked like when. And as we gathered together with, not everybody could be there, but it was a bit like an art gallery that had impacted through our lives. And so that was, and I came up and spoke a little bit about my 2017 last. And the title of my talk, an acronym, you know, I like acronyms. It was called Pretty Letters aspect of my life where I thought God had, and you had to listen to all of those are, you know, a lot of letters. And I, and I looked at that and I thought, well, how can I update? Scott's one of those alongside me as I've taken it. And I so learning about what's live and finding out what God is those lives. So there's a little bit of than what I'm going to tell you about. Um, I am married to staff. I thought I had the dangerous hobby of private pilot until I realized that now she involved for spreader. It's called, um, you know, it's been a dramatic couple of years and all the way, a big part of our life for worship and choral scene. Um, we have two kids and now a son-in-law. I didn't have a son-in-law the last time I spoke. Um, I sat at this table right over and it, I was pretty sure I was going to get the call. Now this morning, going to hear would call a lot. But the call I was talking about when I sat over here at that group, the call from my prospective in law, basically asking my daughter. To, and um, we got into a very lively discussion because they're with me, some of what they had gone through that, that part of their life. And one thing that I really, this is the person who's likely quality of life. To <laughs> you know, and suddenly it put a very different perspective on the phone call that Xavier undoubtedly was very nervous over the, and so, you know, it helped me do that situation. And so this church has been a big part of that journey for shape our, our oldest daughter, Catherine's now married Xavier nine years ago, basically celebrated her brain, her brain blast. And many of you may remember that she had an aneurysm that had been life threat, certainly lifestyle threat, uh, her, and it rocked our world and our family going to be devastated by the lost child. I get celebrate with you this morning that she is happily, we have all of our Atlanta area. and what a blessed time that is if you can take advantage of all the, so I am, my, my youngest daughter is waiting a, I'll, it, it's, it's kind of a cap and sweet street to tell me later that I got that all wrong, but she'll say so in a kind, nurturing way. But it's sort of a campus in Chile. Probably she's done things along the way to be ready for that. Mom and dad have done things along the way to be ready for their little child to be out of the country. So I am a blessed husband and father. And there are struggles that we all go. I'll tell you a little bit about how I think I've been called to share some of that with you. Um, I remember my first notions of God, who God is was really through my grandfather, my, my mother's, and looked a little bit like the guy on the 16th chapels, you know, if you said that, or if you even gotten to be, but he was that kind of gray hair, fatherly, soft-spoken, but you know, it was black and white, and, um, but that's, that was my first idea of who God was, um, started using this word, call, on, but what is my faith, what is my faith, well, I, um, I have a little about how the different Protestants divided my, so my mother was raised Southern Baptist by my 
and my dad was Methodist. So my mom and my dad got married, and they became Presbyterian. So my dad is a Presbyterian. Atlanta, that's called to more about that. So I was raised Presbyterian. Cammy was up sort of up in Ohio. She was raised Lutheran, and I started dating. We dated because she, at the living at the Lutheran at Georgia, I was Presbyterian. We got married Methodist. Now. I'm not saying that one of my kids is Baptist. It'll probably be. I'm not saying that, but statistically, there is a possibility. So that is the cycle of the Protestant denomination. Good ideas floating around. But my my first idea of God was my grandfather. And what was interesting is my own dad was just enough by him when I was second grade. My I remember vividly in a car and my mom and my dad having a very serious. They kept using call over in a way that was not pick up the phone, answer the call. And it was my dad deciding to move us middle of North Carolina to Atlanta to go back to college. At the time, both of the college, we had the summers off. And we see going three hours away from all of our family that are spread throughout North But when I was in second grade, third grade, decided to move to And suddenly we were living on the seminary in an apartment where they were going. If you've ever been to the Methodist, it's right across the street from that. So I always saw each place field across because I was, and now I hear about what happens at the Methodist Children's, which happens to be across. So our first call was to Atlanta to go back to four years. I remember my dad learning, and that's when he lost most of So he's, I guess he'll be, and has probably doing better than I'm like, except for when he, and so, you know, my family was definitely impacted by dad's, and I think the gifts that I was, not in exchange as a part of the process, was I can situations that other people toxic scar them, and it doesn't, and I believe that God has placed in my life and that could have scarred other people, burn them, and so that is a big part of my makeup. I'm not, I'm not afraid of, and God gave me as a part of my dad said, so we moved to Atlanta. He graduated with, and he went to his first church, Cairo, Cairo. Anybody like the syrup? Yes. In fact, I was a syrup man and played in the band. I, I learned I was meant for the band. I went out for football in the eighth grade, Powers High School. And when I when I woke up and I was on my back in the sky, I realized the guy in front of me blocked me. Didn't knock me out. I don't know how to do but I realized that he was more prepared for that encounter than I was. And he was having a lot more fun than I was. And so I ended up in the band. And so when um, I joined the big band, that's what really permanent and music has over, over, over that I would have never gotten otherwise. Jobs down to, you know, I've never met. I'd like to, I've, I've met somebody who's met the several times, but. It's interesting what what that so my my dad was called to Cairo and there were and um, it probably was time to taste private aviation the manse that is the Presbyterian house so that we, they would um, was right up the road from the airport the one of the there was a guy who in the choir John and he would fly down from Chattanooga work stay participated in church in the choir I believe tenor I don't really remember what party sing but I remember first time some had taken an interest in me flying and he took me up for my first private up and it lit a fuse I was like I want to be a part of this and that has did a lot of my, my other and being a minister's son small southern is an because real quickly learned that there are lots of things that go on in a church behind us that are not a part not just and you learn that everybody that's a part of full two and learn real quickly you have to and so Cairo and uh, then my dad took him Cuthbert anybody know where Cuthbert all right I got a couple of hands if you look on a map between Albany and Columbus there's not much between Albany and Columbus, but if you work at the midpoint between Albany we'll find Cuthbert and Cuthbert Georgia is where I a Methodist 
What else is Andrew Collin? That's right. So when we moved from Cairo, big for a big band, big, 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 the Cuthbert. Um, it was like I'd gone from Atlanta to small. It was a big, big, they did not have choir. And that, by that time, was how I got to know. So I went, so I walked down this and met the choir director at Andrew. said, look, I still want to go to Allstate. I want to be able to audition sponsor. Ward Gailey is the right guy at the right time at Andrew College. I got to join their choir. And I, we were like the, the soundtrack who was the president of Andrew <coughs> College. In the summer, you know, basically do a fundraiser. We would, go, we would bring them. And so it was really my introduction to Methodism and seeing how the Methodists. So um, eventually I, I graduated from high school, set of interactions, ended up at Georgia Tech. It was not my first college, my second college. Um, I I ended up at Troy State University because of summer camp. Went, it went wrong and I just stayed home. So I, I traded my senior year of high school in Cuthbert for a freshman year of college. God was looking out for me because if I'd gone to Georgia Tech from Cuthbert, I would have gone all inside a pocket protector. I mean, I'm not sure what I would have turned out, but I would have turned out differently than I did because I needed a third of high school before we turned over to Ma Tech. Um, Georgia Tech is, is a rigor, and I was not ready for that in God's state to get ready for that. In, but it was at Georgia Tech that fundamentally that I learned to identify and thank you for helping um, I was, and um, there's really no overlap between the aerospace department and the biology, except if you happen to both be, I met by St. Corral. I would have never met her any other way. Through that, met, met, we were now fundamental to my business manager. I would have never met had I not been in Corral, and God really placed me at that time to meet those people. I, I honestly, at my time at Tech, I met my first gym that have impacted, that have impacted is that I can give real thanks from Craig. I met and um, I ended up being the Apple rep because my part-time job was Apple that was in the, and I met the Apple guy. And from there to being a bit with Apple, this was right at the, where the Mac 2 was being invented. I was in full timing and, and they lit my, my passion, which sometimes distracts me many of And so while I was to tech, I met Jim, turned out to be my faculty advisor. Um, I've never had a class. He's never been a professor in a class that I. It's really kind of somebody who is a professor if you've never had him had him in class. But uh, Jim Craig helped me get to Texas, and uh, we got Kimmy and I got me. And I finished grad school. We were looking to live and raise a. Um, and, and we knew it was going to be an important part of that. And so um, we started looking for houses. They so we were the first in the first wave of immigrants up 400 from downtown, and we're visiting, and we had a we had a realtor who was looking. For and we were looking on our own, and we went to when we knocked on the door, and it was a neighborhood. We really liked this neighborhood. Knocked on the door, and the person who answered it, we knew because we sang the choir downtown. And suddenly, we had the inside track on what was Roswell really like. And there's this back way on the boat driving down at the time. Back way on the floor. And so connected to Roswell. So we got up in Roswell. We started looking for a church. Now, our Georgia Tech choir director, Greg Colson, was formative. Think of him as adopted grandkid. Um, and his church, he was the choir director of Georgia Tech. And he was also the choir director. Of, we've had that duplicated. Someone was asking about you, who is Tom Davis's brother and is the current Georgia Tech. And so one of the fascinating things, if you don't get the lesson the first time, God will. And so our kids are looping. Our kids have now been in the choir and met him. The choir director that they were in that choir with ended up being our choir director uh, between, uh, um, ended up being our choir director here between two Michaels. So Kenny and I moved up here into Roswell. We were looking for important to us. And lo and behold, we showed up the choir the last week of June. And guess what? The last week, RUMC was training, done the patriotic. Part. So we showed up for the choir, the dress were the patriotic. Part. It was a year of how I remember, 1990s. And Jeff Diamond 
Now, last night we had, we missed them. Sam Lewis got up to, he was wearing tropical shirt, shorts, flip flops. And we were like, he knew it. I don't know who pointed it out to him that he was dressed up like Jeff Diamond. And so we got to, well, Jeff was given the devotional, was involved in the time he was, and um, that was our connection to RUMC. We're committed. So it's been 25 years, somebody did. Um, and the amount of time we've spent over the A building, the choir room, nearabouts, cannot be, that it is our cars in default position, garage, that parking lot, garage, that. Um, there have been times where there have been that parking lot. And I celebrate that because this is for our whole, and you get that tested when something medical happens. When Catherine's aneurysm, our first times where I, I prayed that whatever I had done would not be visited because uh, in dire straits, try and get them out of that. Power. Nine years, God was offering us that lesson, and we celebrated every year. That was a special. So we were really called Roswell. And then I met my second gym. I was, uh, I, 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 I have a software over these evolved, and I was looking, I went, I, I had a, my next door neighbor, and um I needed help with her, and so she was talking to a judge, and I went to Cochran, and Bob Cochran said, look, I know a guy you need can help you get all these boxes, and they can scan you so that you can have them. Now, this, and so uh, a judge, my, the second, and he has always been brothers in business. I mean, I call him and say, I confess pretty, does so in a way that is, that is, Stacy Hanson, I, I went to lunch with, said, look, Stacy, we did everything, the family, Wednesday night, we could do choir on Wednesday night, Bible study, and we be something not it is and what you need committee you need a committee only he called it a small group because he knew i would be more accepting and that was how i met scott and they each had some energy about something often more ex more judgment and so um brought that and that is why we still have choir it was probably a mistake because it can travel um from being able to participate in choir to get back um but it was a shaping of mics because i'd never had a small group say well, we we understand. We paid it to you, and we why. And it helped me. How you is not what needs. And that was that I can. And that was all because God entered to argue. Um, it led to us that is through ups and downs, right? Um, our eleventh, we've had our to retire, and we're like, what's that like? And I, I told several people, all right, they used the one retirement slot this year. Nobody else retire, right? And so, um, it, but four, four minutes. And then God has placed on my heart's uh, a calling, be available, and it's been through health is through doubts and faiths that I need, I, I need helpful to them. Somebody else is sometimes more, and it gives me real for the faith that I'm given, that God says real faith gives me the now and the present. Um, so life went on and I, uh, I got introduced to my daily devotional. And so I started the book in 2000 on March. I read it. I should about Friday. Other people have fear factor. It was bad. Day. Um, I, I had a very good extending my pH on Friday. August it was the 13th, right? Um, 1990. So from then on, Friday the 13th, good day for me. And I actually didn't realize it was another Friday the, until last night when I was, and I went and looked, well, when did I learn my my uh, my third word? So the idea is your first word is love. That's, you got to have love. Go, and then out of that love, find, and then the third word is different. The guy who wrote his third word, challenge, gift in life. His third word was to ask you, what don't you mean to ask you? And I got to meet him at the end of his life and that I got to have the before we lost him. But his third, and I was reading this devotional, we were going through, it was the Friday between COVID was hitting all the, we were making, <clears throat> so the church choir was to do a community-wide, it was all of our church, didn't matter what the way, it was a, we're going to do a concert, all three choirs, and we had a big dress for Wednesday, and we're going to have a first Saturday, and Sunday, was, well, that was the after Friday, and we shut it all down. It was event, and we had to go through all the, it's no longer to gather, and so that was the weekend, that I went up, here's my devotional, 
um, I'd like input on what's my work and it didn't take 90 seconds. It wasn't some long, oh, you know, we got to, you know, trust, trust is my third. And I am trusting God into my head and my heart and my mouth. What I'm, I experience what he promised. I that can trust in God. And I feel the Holy Spirit when active that God's going to, and I'm not going to be scarred and I'm not going to say something to trust. It. Well, in the last has taught me and that's the, and so, um, I, uh, I got asked to devotional for job now ago. I was a couple of weeks, I was on vacation when the call came and, you know, I was, I said, yeah, sure. I'll do it. Didn't look at my account. I said, sure. I'll do that. Cause it felt like the right thing. It's or, well, we need to know what you're going to talk about. Well, I'll tell you after I'm done. And, um, but no, they, then someone wrote me back. I had to give them a, the title. It's going to sound strange, but I'd like to talk about the, and now if you look it up in the dictionary, it really talks about defining the presence of now. I mean, but to me, they are just, well, I'd like to see if I can, because it's a part of how I keep an active and that I would like you to, um, every day I believe you're given and the Bible, it talks about, we couldn't, they tried and we try all these collected, blah, blah, we, that didn't work. Right. You get it every day. It's daily and you have to trust God. For so I believe part of my is a constant now. Jeff preached on Matthew sometime in the last six. I don't remember. It talks about first his kingdom, his righteousness. Mike Eric's seek first his and then his righteousness. Don't get into the righteousness until you sought sought his. And I translate to me right now. This is God's kingdom. The access I have and all these be given. What are those things? Well, the first talks about talks about that right. Food, shelter, they're real, right? You really need to pay your money to have food. You really need to learn about something you love. Who's those are all real and they're all in your presence. And then it says, do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about it. So each day has enough. <laughs> well, that's certainly, that is. So when I think about that, and that's my list of responsibilities, I have, even before it's a tough time, I have, and they have, and all that is, but I believe God gives a moment where I get the now. Am I going to interrupt it? Or am I going to be grateful? Am I going critical? Or am I going, I don't know, but conveniently, a little notepad. And there's an exercise I'd like to do. I'd like to share a word. Um, and think about in your own makeup, what choice in that act of will, that muscle, you got to, there are circumstances we really need those muscles in shape. How, what's your, what's your grumpy? What's, what's the word for grumpy that your spouse here, someone will tell you if you don't know, maybe you have more. And what is your God give joy that you, for me, I have to be grumpy and I look for things in my life that will constantly remind to build up my faith that I know that God is today. He's not speaking to me today. And I have to trust that it will put me in the right seat that will let me, or just simply let them that that does happen. It doesn't happen in an emergency, but it doesn't have to, you don't have to wait. So my is the word now who charged that battery. Who's charging that? How does that work? Um, and I believe every one of us every day can find the joy. And if we develop those, but I start by being grateful. It's coffee of the beans and grind. That's wow. She's about my day, but it's consistent and it makes me grateful. My wife put after be 30. Um, I appreciate where I am on my journey is that maybe out of see that I've said, I'll get to take us or that you somebody else because you told them I can talk to them now in the present. We all know this. Uh, I believe those kind of God will find a way. I have to trust. We give him. We'll, uh, so we do have a uh, time for discussion a little bit, please. Yes. So that was not deliberate, but I'm going to say that was, that was purposeful, Mark. I left one out to see the, uh, the third gym is Jim spelled with V and Jim's uh, taught me how to fly. It is Colonel. And he would never tell you this about him, but you might've, you might have seen, he was the Georgia tech quarterback. He's 1970. Um, story. I got to, uh, retired about Mark Rick. Um, Gave his at a meal that back. I was like, oh yeah, this guy's just on the. You had to have some celebrity in there, right? And out loud, I just thought. It. Um, and uh, the whole weekend, and there were incredible, incredible. And um, the things that have happened in his life and his faith. Church, 
by um, Bobby, who's he at this show? Bobby Bowden. My word, I had never heard his testimony. How the presence that he has had in those athletes, I was, but Jim, the backup quarterback on Thanksgiving of 19. Now, everybody who follows Georgia Tech knows that what we do the thanks, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, we get those two together and we have our annual with very few exceptions. And so something happened with the coach. I don't even quarterback well, but the coach decided that morning that that from the start was the backup of Tech game. They lost. That happened. And, um, but they went on. <laughs> I'm not sure there is a difference between now and the present, but there you go. There. Um, and, uh, but they went on to play with Ohio State, the uh, Liberty Bowl that year. And Jim was the quarterback. And now I didn't know him back then, but he is now a flight engineer in the yellow jacket flying. And once the kids were old enough and I thought it was a private pilot, I rejoined the yellow jacket flying club. And you wait in line to be with the coach. It's 80 plus pilots. Um, and Jim was selected to be my, uh, and it was the right man. I am a hard, I you know, I don't, I question, I'm not, and because I'm ravenous. Sometimes I can, but um, that was, and I learned some faith thing. He is Mormon, he didn't go out of his, but I got to know him both in the, on the ground and got to invite him to our church, especially when Mac was director of the Tabernacle Choir, was he just get these connections. And to get to be, so I give thanks for all my gems. Well, as you talked about the endurance with lung capacity, Ted Moore, who Ann Moore is on our staff. Ted has been the head usher here for longer than most of us. And he is really struggling, specifically trying to go from, you know, just getting up and go, going to the restroom. Where, where is he out right now? So if you've got special insights, you know, what's working, uh, I'll be happy to get you in touch. He's, uh, he's homebound right now until yeah. he gets uh, wherever, wherever he needs. Um, Richard, what happened to you? Uh, we all have uh, be vaccinated. Yes, sir, Barney. Thank you for sharing that. I, uh, I'm sure that every one of us knows a situation, and there, it, it, it's complicated, but at the same time, it's simple. Um, and so I uh, appreciate your sister, baby 74. sister. 74. 74, baby sister. Hey, Jim, how about your table? Uh, well, I was uh, uh, smiling. I've got to my daughter. <laughs> my, my daughter real one with blood and still shot. Yes. But anyway, that's how it goes. Uh, so his dad is, uh, that's as far as we Well, take as much time as you're willing to. Go, uh, Roger, I'm sorry. I was supposed to make sure that you and Gordon had a conversation. You'll have to. I'll we'll do that later. I'll give you my number. All right. Mark, how about your table? We have a few transits, but I don't think there's a... Well, I'm glad you guys got to talk about it. Jeff? Um, we talked mostly about adult kids, how to encourage, uh, what our roles <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of, uh, so we, our grumpy thing was, you know, the uh, encourager or uh, a good listener or, or to tell them, yeah, that's kind of the balance. Well, I, uh, God's patience with us as we can make the finally say is constant. I am grateful. I feel whatever, whatever part of the present now uh it's nicely it's always better after uh it's amazing the demons that show up in your mind when you wake up your your what if your what if is up and going prayer day and i'm still learning that lesson as walking jeff would you mind coming up and sure you really are technically <laughs> we've got all kinds of things here i'll try not to think let's pray god we do give you thanks for this day this morning the chance to come together 
uh, on uh, on the screen and, and here in person. We thank you that helped uh, get up extra early to make the food and get everything ready. God, what a, a blessing it is to be among other men, to share our faith and our stories, our concerns, our joys, our hurts, our sorrows. We do uh, we do pray for uh, the the folks in the path of this hurricane, the, the different efforts from churches and organizations and people that'll be following in to help. We recognize as Leonard talked about, there's still folks reeling from years of rebuild there to help. We we lift up our families and concerns that we have for loved ones or the vaccine of COVID and around just life issues, trying to parent the kids that are in need of help. And uh, we pray your blessing, especially lift up Steve and Ted and their health decisions and healing that God direct and trust in your grace. We give you thanks for the, all the, the different ways in Pray your blessing, find, continue in your name.